Yeah. What, what, what are you doing here? I'm on the run right now. My girl looking for me. Algorithms, you know. Your girl looking for you. How dare you not be a better man? I'm working on it. I just need the room, you know. For and keeping minutes. secrets. Look, bruh, next time you get into it with your girl, start a business. You start a business, you so busy, you have no time to cheat. Huh? Last time I did that, I created the Scooty Bikes. I got rich and I bought her a helicopter. A helicopter, nigga! She mad at me because my friend smashed her friend last week and her friend Get to screaming my name in the bed. Crazy. Yeah. Like, I can't control somebody else's imagination. That's crazy. That's crazy, right? Yup. Oh, Ray J, Ray J. Now she mad. I can't help because she was thinking about my dick. Look, I'm going to let you stay here, okay? I'm going to do that for you. Mi casa, su casa. I just need you to do one thing. What's this, nigga? It's an ND Ray. Nick. What's going on, Pat? You. So what you man? Hey, shit, man. I'm curious. How much of a party does it sound like in the background? Of here? <laughs> you said what? I'm curious. How much of a party does it sound like in the background over here? Uh, not too bad. Not too bad. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Well, <laughs> it's like, it's like a little action back there. It's a, it's, it might be great ambiance for the episode for the show. <laughs> what y'all up to? Uh man, just got back to the house. They they got their win, so just you know, you know, regular 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 degular. Hear that juice action? You in there, mate? What you making, man? That's that. That's that juice that's gonna get us canceled. <laughs> 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 the devil. The devil. Devil's juice. The devil's uh, juice. Oh man, let's do it. Uh, um, meet the brave podcast. I am Monty Draper. I am LG, and we are glad to be back. Cause what up? What up? What up? Ain't shit, man. I'm. I'm. Uh, we're remote again. I am in Denver, Colorado, visiting our wow. family. Don't do that, man. Don't do that. You knew that. You knew that already. Oh no, you're good. I'm just <laughs> mad that I keep. I'm just mad that I keep finding shit around my apartment like last. <laughs> like I can't tell you the last time I saw these AirPods. <laughs> I can't tell you the last time I saw a wallet, nigga, that was just stuck in my couch. So like, I didn't do. I didn't do better. I ended up better search it than like when I just give up on shit. Hey, the amount of shit. Okay, so this is this is gonna. I'm this is a tangent. Uh, welcome back, y'all. Thank y'all for having us. I gotta go on my man. I gotta go. I gotta go on my man purse tag, uh, tangent because yeah. I'm fully the woman that gets stopped at security and has to open her purse now, like everywhere I go. But it's because. <laughs> It, nah, fam, don't even laugh at me, dog. Like it's because like the the the, fa the fanny pack, and then and then OG played me at the game today. He was like, "Yeah, man, just open your fanny pack real quick, and you good." Like, fam, <laughs> like what? Like, come on, man. Like, we don't have to talk about it, do we? Yeah, we got we got to talk about it. We got to have a full conversation about it. Hey, man, open it up and keep moving. <laughs> keep it pushing. And then it then it it didn't help because it's like it was a comb and, and it's like fam but you don't have no hair like man my beard cuz what are you saying like relax come on man hey man nah nah you you gotta do that shit every time now oh man nah it's it's yeah, good to, good to be back uh, remote in Denver L's back in in the town um shit thank y'all for being back with us all our listeners via Spotify. Apple Podcasts, um, Stitcher, Simplecast, 
Google Play, CastBox, you name it. Thank you all for being back with us. It's been great. Remember to like, subscribe, share, rate, and comment. It is our currency as a show. Um, yeah, man. I don't have much in terms of like as like as announcements go. You got anything? Nah, I just want to talk about money sliding in and out of town, man. Is it is it getting crazy? It's not getting hey, crazy. Man, it's, it's a skill set. Hey, I got it. I got it down. Like I can pack in less than fifteen minutes and not forget anything. Is that if that's worth anything for you? Hey man, it's impressive. <laughs> but then it's but then it's also like like I'm in the process of like regaining my fresh, so it's not very much thought that goes into the outfits. It's like yo, as long as I got pair couple pair of pants, I can probably get a shirt when I touch down. And then the sneakers are like fairly interchangeable. And then how you some how you some boots just in case you got to get down with the kid down. But it's like. I really then it's then I'm getting into that phase too where it's like dog like don't tell me nothing about my attire if we step out nowhere like I'm fully that nigga now. Nah, that's true. <laughs> don't that's, as that, a, that's that's a nice space to be in right there. As man. a bouncer, don't you tell me a fucking thing about a hat. What I like all oh, day we ain't gonna let you in with these pants then because it's gonna then I'm gonna act way too ignorant for for the for the cause like it's it don't even be worth it now G. Like I be damn near showing out. I got I, I can admit that. Yeah, that's rapper money. Like, okay, I'm an artist, nigga. This is an artistic outfit. Don't, how dare, how dare you, how dare you try to try to cage my art, my artistic side? You know what I mean? Hey, you might, you might be able to pull out that bag now, bro. I'm surprised that ain't happening at the club yet. Am I, am I there? Can I do that? This is, this is my artistic expression, bro. Don't ever try to change my. So, name. so I can fully do shades at night and then just be like, hey, talk to talk to them. Don't talk to me. For real, for sure, for sure. Pass that question to somebody else, bro. Hey, hey, so hey, somebody handle that, and, and then just keep walking and see what happens. Gee, I got I have to try it now. I gotta try it. That'll be yeah, close. I wouldn't even be able to keep a straight face. I'd go back. I'd go back and apologize. Like, sir, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm the worst, man. That's hilarious, bro. Um, I don't. I mean. <laughs> It's, it's shit to talk about, but we have lately we ain't been talking about like the shit that I think people are used to in terms of like pop culture shit and like current events. It's like it's just it's all the same shit. Um, there's some there is some stuff to to get to, but for the most part, it's our our. Yeah, I think I, I think that's partly because we listen to other people's shit, so it's like kind of <laughs> hard to talk about the exact same the exact thing. same thing. That's what it is. That's what it is. Well, let's talk, let's talk about that. Because maybe have because maybe having the same like similar type of angles. Thank like, you. They take they take the same angles, give the same takes, and then they and then they all pretend like they don't listen to one another, but they take each they take each other's takes, and that's the weird part. And it's like, nah, I'm I'm also I'm not gonna pretend like I don't. We li- I listen to Joe and I listen to both Joe Budden and Joe Rogan religiously. I don't ever miss one of their shows. Um, your mom's house, Mark Marin. Um. I even though I hate Bill Simmons, like he gets hit him and fucking Ryan Rosillo get on my nerves. I can't seem to not tune into that show from a sports aspect. I'd never miss anything Bomani does, whether it be the ESPN show and his show. Um, I'm kind of off Bodega Boys, Brilliant Idiots, and all that shit. Like it's a little too, like in terms of just like the chaos that can happen, the shit that you got to sift through to actually get some shit that you want to roll with. It's just too much these days. So I don't do Brilliant Idiots and stuff. Come here, come here. Are you talking about it's like manufactured now? Come say, say what's up to Ill. Hmm? Say, it's Ill. Zai, what's up, man? Oh, hey, Larry. What's going on, man? He said, what's going on? 
Nothing, just at home. Uh, big, big dog, big dog turned twelve on us, and he got a he got a uh, four wheeler, so he been big mobby all weekend. Ah, got you, <laughs> big time. <laughs> no, big time, man. Big trip. No, Zai is like Zai is is the is you like it's it's hega funny because it's like remembering the twelve year old L and then like being around twelve year old Zai. It's just y'all the same person, damn near. <laughs> it was done as I. <laughs> it was the chef just made all this bomb ass food and Zai came back with like two things like nah, this all I got, this all I want right now. Like, bro, what? like <laughs> what, man? If you don't go back and get get the rest, you're like nah, I'm good, man. I just want this. Nah, man. this is cool. I'll take this. <laughs> um. This is my way right here. What were we, we talking about? You going to bed? Yeah. All right. Love you, man. Okay. What, uh, what, were, you, what were you talking about? Oh, no. Nah, we were just talking about... Uh, we are just talking about, like, the different podcasts. I guess. Oh, yeah. The different yeah, the different shows. Bo- what I say? Bomani. Oh, yeah. Brilliant Idiots. And, uh, Br- Brilliant Idiots, Drink Champs. Oh, yeah. I was asking, like, if it, if it was, like, manufactured. Is that the reason why you wouldn't? Or... Oh, my bad, G. You said, is it, is it, manu- is it manufactured? Yeah, is that like the reason why? What you mean? What you when you ask that? What you mean? I mean, cause like the thing you talking about got like they got like daytime shows. Now. I mean, not daytime shows. They got like shows that are on TV now. So like, ah, uh, I see because because of the syndication and like all that. I don't know, man. Cause it's like I I remember when Brilliant Idiot started. I'm I'm sorry. Uh, when Drink Champ started, I was. I loved it because Nori is the rapper's rapper. Like, his popularity has never been mainstream. Like, even with the hits that him and the Neptunes captured, like, Nori was never going to be the popular nigga um, in terms of what mainstream pop identifies. He he had pop mainstream hits, but Nori, as a personality, was never going to be that. So Nori's personality yeah. was just mania shit, and then all the rappers fucked with him. So he was able to get a different... Um, he was able to get a different side of the people when they came and sat down that the, all the other publications were never going to get. You know what I'm saying? So that was the cool part. Whereas, like, he was going to get something different from each of those shows, from each of those episodes when he had, um, what was it? My favorite one is when he had, um, and you name it, like when when like when Puff and them went there, when, when Jada and Fab went and sat down, like he, he had the, the, uh, the two chains moment with, uh, with bro with the glass eye, like he, he just had some crazy moments on the show. But then as the popularity for the show grew, um, it became more about Nori's personality versus the interview and the stuff he's able to get from the shit that, peop- that people, because he was getting people that normally wouldn't even go do interviews, first part, because they just didn't trust the media. And it's like, oh, my nigga does a show. Let me go tap in with Nori. And so he was getting like the exclusive, exclusive shit, you know? And so gotcha. that like, that has completely gone away for me as a consumer. And then um, Brilliant Idiots, like I fuck with Charlemagne's growth, but I, but um, his man, I can't, I can't, I can't. Um, what's his name? Oh, uh, you know, with uh... Schultz, Schultz. I'm not, I'm, yeah, yeah Schultz. Andrew Schultz. We did, I think we talked about it on the show about Andrew Schultz in terms of like, He's one of those white people. What's up, Cardi? Come say hi. Hi. Say what's up, everybody. What's up, everybody? <laughs> what's up, man? <laughs> Let me, can I finish doing the show? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll see you in a little bit, okay? <laughs> <laughs> close, close the door. <laughs> young, young Cardi Carr. Um, uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was it? What, so now nah, with Schultz, Schultz is things like not being able to find um, any any success amongst his 
people um, and then aligning himself with Charlemagne, whether it was him first or whoever, whoever, whomever came up with the idea, they had, they do have chemistry. So there's no negating that portion. They have chemistry for sure. It's the part where white, white entertainers are able to come into black culture and leverage it for popularity and fame and then go back and monetize from their people. Cause it, we give them a level of validity that their people like that makes them, their people fuck with them. So then they can go then spin off and then always kind of sustain this like, like higher than a stank sort of attitude towards our culture is to say, I, I, Andrew Schultz is, did the same, is, is essentially Miley Cyrus to me, basically is what I'm trying to say. Got it. Got um, it. That makes sense. And so I it just it makes the show hard to consume, right? Because um, when Ange- that when the, when the shit with Angela Rye happened, and sh- and and then I was I, I wasn't even so much mad at Schultz. I was more mad at Charlemagne for letting it fly, and he technically didn't let it fly. It just it's the same thing with the with the Gucci, um, Yee and Envy shit. Like whether you agree or disagree, if them people you deal with every day, like certain shit just can't be said in front of you. Like, I I don't let people that I... I don't let people talk about people I don't even fuck with in front of me. Like, that's how uncomfortable I get with that shit. Like, say that shit to that man or to that woman, fam. Don't talk to me about it because it makes me feel like you think I'm on some, like, whole gossipy shit, too. It's just it's just weird. It's just weird to me. So, it's right. like, I guess I guess that's what, what the, the whole shit with Angela Rye, Charlamagne, and Schultz just turned me off to that show. And then, and then tax going away on Wednesdays made created this. And, I, and Joe and them don't talk about it, and they, and they probably should, just as a means to acknowledge how he benefited from the, the battle versus him and tax on Wednesdays. Because um, quite as kept, like every Wednesday, I was listening to tax before I was listening to Joe. There was sort of, uh, and then once Joe realized what he was up against with the tax shit. He stopped playing it as safe, and then that's where you get a Drake moment and all these other these other crazy moments that took that show that turned that show all the way up. Like people forget, like him and fucking Marissa, like getting into that big ass argument, like turn that show up. The Drake shit turned that shit up. Um, and then that it, might be one of the funniest things in history when Joe just let Marissa go. But I explanation for letting her go is just hey. But those are those are the moments that that are endearing and, and connect you to the show forever. And so, but Joe, Joe, Rory, part like the 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 evolution of that show has been so great, which is why I still stick around and they continue to produce great comment content. Uh, I can't forget Queen's Flip and and uh, flip flip the flip the script podcast. I love that show. Um, what other? I'm I'm it's hella podcast. I listen to a bunch of podcasts. Um, Dissect right now is probably one of my favorite shows. Uh, the Chris Lighty story when it was a strictly on Spotify was awesome. God bless Cap, uh, Combat Jack and his whole crew, A-King, every Premium Pete, everybody that started on the Combat Jack show because a lot of niggas got their start there. And then, and then fucking Rosenberg and Cypher back with the Juan Epstein shit too. So it's just like podcasting is is such a near and dear thing to me when I watch the show sort of when I watch how the, some of the shows start and then how they grow and age out of the podcast space, it can be a little disgusting because um, they were here. They're here for the wrong reasons. Mark Marin is on episode like 1300 or some crazy shit like that. Joe Rogan is a thousand plus on his episodes. 
um, Combat Jack, had he still been alive and rocking, man, he Combat Jack would be well into like the 600s, 700s uh, by now. Um, Juan Epstein, had they not taken a break, they'd be at something crazy right now. You know what I'm saying? So it's just these, yeah. they, these shows that started from these real genuine, innocent places. Um, whereas some of the bigger shows that, that, but because of the personalities are bigger. So you see what expeditiously, expeditiously is becoming with T.I., what, what Drink Champs has become. Joe and them have been able to, 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 to retain a lot of their edge and a lot of their, 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 their character, for lack of better words, because they've sort of paid respect to the space of what a podcast truly is. And it's free form. It's not, um, it's not regulated. It's not, it's not supposed to be politically correct. So whatever discomfort and, and all the shit that comes with having a show that's not regulated by the FCC that it, it's some shit, sometimes sometimes you gonna you gonna put your foot in your mouth. Sometimes you gonna say some shit that you don't want to say, right? That you weren't right. supposed to, you know. And that's it's the true and it's the true free form last last bit of free form content that we have left because music and film and all that shit is not free form, you know. It's not at all. I don't. Do you know. think do you, do you think uh, cancel uh, cancel culture will catch up to uh, to podcast? To podcast? Um, it already has, and so that's I, and so that's why I say. I, that's why I say a lot of the, a lot of the shows that have that have retained a lot of their charm has completely done a fuck you to cancel culture. Like come and get if you come in to get me, come get me. But y'all not gonna regulate this space. And those shows do a really great job of having. And that's what I, that's what I'm hoping we can grow to and have. Even the things that we're questioning have have representatives of those things that we're questioning to come have a discussion. Not a debate, not an argument. It may turn into that at points in it, but we're adults. We're all thinkers. Um, we can scale it back. But I think I, Joe Joe Rogan, like as 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 sort of nobody walks the defense better than him. He does it so fucking good to the point to where his listeners don't don't even know he's doing it. Um, yeah, we just happen to know better with Joe Rogan that he's doing it. And then, excuse me, same thing with Joe Budden. He his listeners don't doesn't know that he's playing a political game. He goes just as far as he can he knows he knows where not to go he's re- right. they're, they're really really good at that um where they get over is where they have their guests come say the shit that they they don't necessarily want to say so it, it it looks more like a conversation um and they look they look more well-rounded and can sustain their sort of image in the process of having something so fucking polarizing on their show you know All right so yeah now to answer your question it already has but the, and that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Those shows that are allowing it to affect them is like, I I, I can't because that's not what it was built on. Like Mark, I started listening to Mark Maron because that nigga literally couldn't book a tour or anything. Like his his comedy career wasn't booming, so he would get on his show, interview be, before he would interview people and say some of the wildest shit. G and I'd be like, Yo, who is this white man talking like this? <laughs> but he was like, he was like going through therapy and divorce and and becoming sober. He was doing that shit all in real time on his show. And it was yeah. like it was the most painful, beautiful shit I've ever witnessed because it was like I was I was young, but I was also going through a maturation phase as well. So it was really dope to see a grown ass man sort of find his success now. And we're talking about almost ten years later. That's interesting. You know, it's, it's a really real interesting space to watch somebody grow and get their moment because they stayed committed. But he only stayed committed because it was the one thing no one could take from him. And that's sort of what I found in the podcast is like, yo, I found my voice in a sense because it's the one thing that isn't regulated. My music is regulated, whether I like it or not. It is. It's dependent upon 
someone fucking with it enough to sort of have it pushed through a threshold. Like, I can make it till I'm blue in the face, but if we're being honest, that ain't what I got in this shit for, to just have that shit in my room and me only me listen to it. Right. You know what I'm saying? So the podcast is the one thing that isn't regulated by a bunch of other people, and I've been able to, thanks to you, thanks to Poe, and thanks to the people that fuck with it weekly, I've been able to find my voice, yo, like in a real-ass way, and it's informed my music so much to where I'm even freer artistically, you know? That's dope. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, I guess let's start there though, because that 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 was a that was a you did hey way to way to uh, carry that you you walked us right into uh, the genius artist rebellion portion on our on our uh, rundown for this for this week. And mm-hmm. what when you read that, what did you think? What was your first thought? Honestly, uh. To tell you the truth, I had no idea. I'm thinking, I, I, oh, whenever I think of that type of stuff, I'm always thinking of Kanye. So I don't know what I don't know what the hell that even is. Um, I I didn't go yay. I I, I get we could we could spit it yay. I was when with the Genius Artist Rebellion one. I was going more <laughs> Azalea Banks, Frank Ocean, uh, Earl Sweatshirt, and I'll tell you why. Ah, gotcha. The G- I, I, I haven't had a chance to listen to Earl Sweatshirt shit yet. I, yeah. I, I'm the I am I don't know a bigger Earl friend than me. Maybe my boy Bear. Um, I haven't talked to Bear in years though. Um, I don't know if he still feels the same way, but he I, he and I bonded over how brilliant we thought Earl's first project was, and and I remember hearing that for the first time, and then and then like playing it for a few people like Money. They're like Money. What the fuck is this? And and because I was such a big Doom fan, the Earl shit just made sense to me right away because he was just doing a really crazy impression of Doom on that first record. And then once once you get into, like, the Doors phase and then some of the other OF mixtapes and, like, the future spots, he finds his space, his rhythm, and you're like, oh, this nigga's brilliant. And then he does the fucking um, the Rich Kids feature, and then everybody kind of sees it. They're like, all right, bet. And then the I Don't Like Shit, I Don't Go Outside record comes out, and it's like, yo, this nigga's brilliant. Um, but Earl, Earl and Frank and Azalea, because Azalea is a genius to me. Like I, I, I'm a champion her forever. Like the first time I heard her, I was just like, yo, how, how? I just wanted to know how somebody could, can get into that bag so easy and sort of tap into all these different inspirations, these different, like the first Azalea song I heard was like boom bap house fucking electro soul shit in one song, G. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Yo, like, black people ain't making records like this. Not, not, in the, not in that, not in our, not in our demo. Like, it when to get on, you had to be making, a, especially at that time, you had to be making a specific sort of uh, sound." And Isaiah was like, "Nah, fuck that. I'm doing this." And it was like, "Yo, this is," and, and it's the same thing with Frank. Frank cut through because Frank was doing some whole different shit. Mm-hmm. And so and so I put that the genius artist rebellion shit on there because it's just like the 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 concept, especially with the how accessible everyone is, it's like the, the idea that people can kind of tell you what they want from you and what they expect from you. These genius level of artists are pushing back in such <laughs> in the most brilliant way where it's like, no, 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 no. You don't understand. Like this isn't I'm not tethered to y'all. I'm tethered to my creativity and this sort of dri- driving my my both mental and physical health. Like you don't get to dictate what you, like 
oh man, I want Frank to do this. Frank's like, oh, oh, the more the, the more y'all dig y'all feed in on what you want for Frank, the further left he's gonna go. Right. The further left. And it's the same thing with Earl. Like Mac dying was a really big thing for him. His grand his 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 his, his dad, his grandma, and then somebody else and Mac. And it's like, nigga, you don't get to tell me what you want from me. Like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to find myself, like the the art creativity, and I and I feel like I hope, hopefully, a lot of the artists that listen to the show can relate. A lot of the experimenting part is is the most beautiful part because it's not tethered to shit. It's yeah. not it's not tethered to success or failure. You just really you really feel something when you when you when you're able to step outside of yourself, step outside of your ego, and try something new. And whether you're good at it or not, you just you just were able to get there, and um, and and I, I, I and this new Frank shit is so great. But I really love Blonde, and I really love the uh, the short film music as well too, because it was he cared enough about it for us to have it. Whether it was a ploy to get out of his deal or whatever, I still really really hold Blonde on such a high fucking in a high place because of where it came out and where I was at. Um, and I think, and I think I credit you a lot too because it was almost two years later when you sent for your eyes only in that group chat and were like, "Yo, this is the hardest shit." And I, when you sent it, I realized that I didn't, I didn't give that album the same amount of time that I give everything else. Like I didn't just get in the car and just go drive, and mm. didn't, and didn't talk to nobody, didn't do nothing. I didn't, I just didn't give that record time, and then. That day you sent it, and you and you sent it early in the morning too. So it was like, oh, it's a sign. And I, don't, I don't have nothing to do, or I had something to do, but it was it, it involved driving. It's like, yo, I gotta drive. It's early. Let me turn this on. And I text you halfway through. And was like, yo, this is the greatest shit I've ever heard. Yeah, that's for sure. One of the freest albums I've heard. So free. That's exactly how I would describe it. Free. And because that album gets shit on so much, it it kind of brings me back to your Kanye point. When you when you put in a group chat this week, yo, this is a free man talking is the most Bro, brilliant. that shit was great, man. Like I had to I had to quote that man when I heard that again. I was like, man, that's gotta be one of the best lines I've ever heard. So so G. Come so, on, man. So 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 answer answer that for me. Is there a correlation with genius artist rebellion and a sort of freedom of expression that only only a small percentage of people actually achieve? But there's a bunch of people pretending like they've achieved it. Oh, for sure. Okay. I mean, I think I think I think to be for everybody to be on the exact same page lets you know that obviously this this group is not challenging challenging each other. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like you're not challenging each other to. Uh, I'm not. I mean, because you can easily challenge each other to like strive for strive for better and strive for greatness per se. Uh, but I'm talking about like you actually challenging yourself to be better than what you are currently, and that's I think that's a little bit harder. Um, and that take that takes like a lot of the experimentation that you're talking about that people don't tend to allow uh, you to uh, you to do, and that's unfortunate. You know what I mean? Like that's the, but that's also the part where you become free. I think I think once you can like cut out everybody else and like they no longer really have that type of say so over you you per se yeah. then i think that's when you, you reach that that level of freedom uh where you'll try some shit and people will not fuck with it initially that's just <laughs> when you're first one 
when you're the first one or something, people don't fuck with it. You yeah. know, that's just that's the truth. Yeah. But it grows. You know what I mean? Like it, it grows into something else and then people eventually jump on. And that's where the, the mask comes in. But I, I I definitely rock with that, man. And I, I need to watch, I need to listen to that damn um, that sweatshirt, man. I, 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 I meant to I meant to listen to it, but I ended up listening in the future. It's so yeah. Oh, oh shit, we gonna we, we gonna get there. We gonna get there. The, the 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 five year five five years of not having access to Monster unless you got it when it was out and you and you did the whole process of like ripping it, and putting that shit on your phone or your computer, or whatever, and you had it, but. This version and and my boy shout out to Lex. I gotta give Lex a shout out because that's like my nigga. Like, and he called me before I even got to listen to it because I didn't. I listened to West Side Gun first. I listened to West Side Gun, then Earl, and then Future. And but I only I only bumped Future to the list because it was like I got I got Monster. I know Monster like front and back. I know every word. Right. And then Lex was like, nah, fam. They remixed and remastered that shit. I was like, you lying. He's like, I promise you. He's like, that shit sounds so different. I was like, get the fuck out of here. Gee, we've been riding around all weekend with fucking Monster on. It, <laughs> that shit sounds crazy. And yes, it, it sounded hella new, man. Like, they did a great job on that shit. And uh, Tay, Tay and I were talking. She was like, yo, what? She's like, yo, this thing is in his bag. And I was like, yo, this is it's crazy because it was like the money was there. And the popularity and shit was there, but it also was like that purgatory where you where you popping and you getting it, but you're not getting it the way that you eventually will. So it's still there's still such a heavy hint of hunger in those yeah. songs. Fam. It, it that 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 that's a rare wave. Like we going we future kinda like LeBron, um, is really underappreciated in terms of like how much he changed shit. And oh. We'll we'll appreciate him later. Like future not future probably won't get his roses right now. And that's unfortunate. Um as a fan. Oh no, not at all. He won't get his roses right now, but niggas will look back on his run and what he accomplished and how much he produced in such a short amount of time. How much classic material he produced in such a short amount of time. Yeah, at this um, point I think I think people are more interested in like future's personal life than yeah. like his actual music at yeah. this moment. So. And that and that's that that's and then he can kind of get wrapped up into that artist rebellion shit too, where it's just like when you have when you catch when you catch a March Madness, March Madness isn't your 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 standard structure for a hit song, but it right. but it was a it was a smash record. And and so it's it he's a he's a product of Having so having so many smash records, that, that I couldn't I couldn't even and and most of us couldn't even imagine that that battle with the label and with your business partners because you have business partners at that level. Once you once you reach that level of success, everybody's a business partner, so everybody sort of gets a sort of gets a say in how you're producing, whether you know it or not. And that's such a fucked up reality. I had that experience last week, or this past week. Where I got commissioned for something big, but the conversation initially—I can't believe I'm talking about this shit because it was so heartbreaking. Um, I got commissioned for something specific, but it was like, "Hey, can you make us a song that's inspired by our campaign?" And I'm like, "Fuck yeah!" And so I did all this research. Like, I—I I, I, just—I can, you know me, I get—I get obsessive. So I did all yeah. this research. I read all this stuff, and I embodied everything that they were working on. And so whatever came out of that is what I was going to run with. And I did all this research, G, and then for like a day and a half, I couldn't make anything. I was just like, 
I was stifled, but I've learned in those moments not to press. I've learned mm-hmm. I, I've learned to go do something. So I like I like made not a big ass dinner and all this other stuff. Like I just did I did everything but look at a fucking computer, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then that very next morning, woke up and the song just oozed out of me. Like that shit just came out. And I made this beautiful ass loop, and then had this idea for a choir. Um, strings and all this stuff. So my boy B Simmons, who is a rock star, pulled up to the house and built out these beautiful string parts, these beautiful guitar parts, these beautiful bass parts, and we made this thing. And then Kate came, and Kate Lamont, oh my God, I had a G. This is this. I think I've been smoking way too much because I was like, yo, I got it. And I know people have done this before, but it's like it's different when you like do it yourself. And so I'm like, yo, I need a choir, but I can't have 13 people in my house. I don't want to book a studio time. I can't even find 13 motherfuckers that can sing, right? So I'm like, <clears throat> I'm like, yo, what if I just take the microphone and have Kate stand at different places in the room and just stack these layers of her vocals? Man, when I tell you that shit came out so fire. And so, yeah, that's, a, that's, that's just sound dope, bro. And so all these, all these different elements came together like fucking glue, G. And I've never been so proud of something. And then turned it in, and they were like, "Nah, we like the the notes verbatim were like, nah, we wanted some more, uh, some more hard, some more hard drums from like early Kanye." But these are white people telling me that. Yeah. And immediately, and and I'm proud of myself now, but in the moment, I was like, "Yo, am I being problematic?" Like it was a thought because I'm like, on pure principle, I'm like, "Well, y'all, y'all should go find somebody else then." Like my first thought was like, "Yo, y'all should go find somebody else that you can produce and sort of control." And like, like puppeteer, because at, at that rate, you telling me to make a jingle. I'm not if, if I'm down to make a jingle, like I'm not against making a jingle, but you got to pay me like it's a jingle because I can't leverage a jingle the way I can leverage a, an original song that I wrote. Right. And that was the end of the conversation. <laughs> like, I just walked away from that project and they and they walked away. They're like, yeah, it ain't, ain't going to work. And I was like, I was like, bet all, all good. And. It took me a minute to like be proud of myself again, but for like a day and a half, I was like, "Yo, what did I just do?" And then I was like, "Nah, that, like that's that's the shit you have to fight for." Like I'm I'm not desperate. I'm not I'm not. I don't want for money like that to where you get to put your stamp and your stank on something and, and try to control something because that shit wouldn't fly nowhere else. And I don't know, man. Like it was, it was it was a it was a crazy ass moment to just sort of process and and remember. Like nah, I got I got a I have a foundation. I have morals and principles intact, and and some artistry that I'm willing to protect and willing to fight for, and and, and it's not for that's re, that's honestly not for sale. Uh, right. It was, it was a it was a it was a crazy encounter, man. It's been a crazy fucking week, yo. Like that, that's 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 dope though. So how do, how does that how does that feeling uh, feel like like now like just being in that space? Because that sounds more like uh like confidence within like the art form you know what i mean like what you like what your vision actually is now yeah um and staying true to what that actually is regardless of like what opportunities come about you know what i mean cuz like there's always like random like random opportunities that pop up you know what i mean but like w- seeding through which ones to take as according to like what you're looking for too you know what i mean like how, how does that process work um Exactly what you just said. Like it's like verbatim, G. Like it, it was that like I said, the conversation happened and immediately because me, because I'm not confrontational and y'all know you know you specifically know this. Um 
so because so because that con like facing that conflict in real time is so against my nature the second it was mm -hmm. over i had this funny feeling in my stomach like yo was that the right thing to do gotcha you gotcha. know what i'm saying like i had that feeling mm -hmm. and then immediate like immediately got a call for like it it was it wasn't even um fucking four hours later like i, I just i went out did some other shit and like it wasn't even four hours later like, i got a call for something else where it was like nah do you and i was like oh that's how that works like mm -hmm. no like i know i know what i'm standing on i know what my value is and you got to just roll with that and you're going to walk away from a lot of fucking money and a lot of opportunities that aren't that just aren't right mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying and, and i've heard yeah. people say that it's it's one thing to say it, and it's also one thing to say what you would do in that situation until you face with it. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Because it wasn't yeah. it wasn't even so much the money play; it was the opportunity that was being dangled. You know what I'm saying? And it was like it was almost easy to just go, you know what, y'all right? Let me do this. I'm like, no, fuck that. Like, I know I know what I'm talking about. If you wanted yeah. a jingle, you should have asked for a jingle. And then if if it is a jingle, you got to pay me like it's a jingle. You not this. We didn't negotiate jingle terms, so that's so that's out unless you're willing to renegotiate. And then on the other side, if it's not a jingle, th these other art other you could you couldn't do this to another artist. You're doing this to me because of where I stand right now, what my status is right now. You're doing this to me because I'm Monty Draper with only eight thousand followers. I only get two hundred listens on Spotify. Like all these all these all this shit, all these analytics that they're that they're going by to try to try to bully you into something gotcha you know and I'm like fuck that nope I, and, I, and I, I i dare you because there's not a per, an artist on my level that's gonna do it better than me and then the niggas that you want that are that would be a bigger name you're gonna have to pay quadruple to what you just offered me so you fucked and you have to double back all right so hey brother hey man that's dope bro I just, I just wanted to hear that, but that was dope. It's <laughs> like I just I just wanted I just wanted that to come out. Um, nah, bro, I was, I was I was here I was here for the for the, you know for the for the talk. Man. Talk your <laughs> shit, nigga. <laughs> um, real quick, because uh, I, I I wanted to start with this, but I, I it, it slipped my mind. Um, I want to send a, a, a real humble and sincere and sincere. Uh, blessing and prayer to the families of all the 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 love the 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 people who lost loved ones in uh, the Halloween uh, party uh, shooting in in Orinda, California. That shit was heartbreaking. Um, I was kind of removed from it because it was like Halloween. I was traveling the next morning and didn't find out about it till I landed. And then, but just happened so happened to find out about it. Our, our one of our family members is tied to somebody that that lost a a, a child in that. So that uh -huh. shit was that shit was gut wrenching, man. When you look at it and you think about it, like hell, how many parties we didn't been to in Arinda on some fluke shit that actually like are them Arinda parties? Like I, I feel like everyone we went to almost ended in a fight. Like if I'm not mistaken, like for whatever reason, am I am I tripping? G like we like one of like one of them for sure ended up in a fight. No, that that definitely tends to happen, especially in those in those outskirt ones. Yeah, and so um, if people who haven't heard the story, um, there was a the house, a house party thrown at an Airbnb in Orinda. Uh, six people, five or six people, were murdered, and a few others wounded. Um, the FBI had to be called in. I don't know how many. As of right now, haven't literally haven't read any details since Saturday. If I'm being completely honest, I haven't read anything else since Saturday, since yesterday. Um, but what I, what I have seen is that Arinda is, I mean, excuse me, Airbnb is completely banishing all all house parties from its its uh, platform as a, as a whole. 
Um, yeah, I saw, I saw that. Yeah, and, and okay. anybody that frequents Airbnb already knows how hard it is to throw a party uh, when, you, when you're doing an Airbnb, uh, especially in, like, L.A., um, especially in L.A. and, like, Hollywood. Like, they have specific no-party causes in the Holly, like Hollywood Hills in the L.A. area for it because that's, that's what you would do. You would get a B&B and either shoot a big-ass video, which would ultimately turn into a party, and just the liability that comes with that. Um and so I'm surprised they, I'm surprised they were able to get it off. Like, and they probably and they probably weren't. To be honest with you, they probably there probably was a no party clause in this one, and they just like fuck it, we're gonna do it anyway. Which also makes them even, which also makes the owner still holding the owner liable. But the owner would put that in there just in case the families try to sue, the city tries to sue. It's like, hey, we got a big ass no party clause in our personal contract. You know what I'm saying, and so a lot of the lot a lot of the stuff is just red tape to cover your ass, and so especially getting into the habit of reading contracts and why certain shit is in there, you're like, oh, never, oh, all oh, this has never happened. Shit, bullshit. No, no way did did the owners think that five people were gonna die in their house. No way did five, did the people that threw the party think that five people were gonna die at their party. You know. Um, it's fucking hard. It's just heartbreaking. I don't. Yeah, I don't man. Have much on it. Blessing, blessings to that situation. I don't have much on it because I haven't. I haven't had a chance to read too much into it or whatever. I did see it come across the like the the timeline or whatever. So I definitely want to you know get those prayers to all those people. <clears throat> yeah, man. It's just that. That's just crazy, man. Because like, the only thing that came to my head was just like folks going to house parties in 2019. But like that was like that was the only thing that like hit me but like yeah. it was like yeah that's that's just unfortunate bro yeah man it's just just the idea of like and then and then i started thinking bro nigga how bougie am i bro because i'm over here talking about myself going to house parties nigga. like you were the king <laughs> you were the king of uh, functions nigga we'll get the fuck for out sure of here. bro but i'm thinking like <laughs> nigga nigga how how dare i be talking about nigga what about the nigga, like what niggas didn't get patted down or what though <laughs> hey, y'all didn't did have security like oh no oh no but i'm i'm fully that nigga now like if like like i remember like Oh, nigga, you gonna pat me down? It's like, oh yeah, like now I'm like eager, like yeah, go ahead, pat me down, cause that mean you pat it down every nigga in here, so I can really get my shit off tonight. Like we gonna have a good ass time, cause I'm not worried about nothing. And it's so fucking unfortunate, but it's just like I've been, to, I've been to way too many functions where where somebody died. Like that shit's tra- traumatic to the oh, point. For sure, bro. I've been to way too many functions where nigga, there was there was a shootout and we had to like run from that situation yep. and, and and the joy the joy that comes over you just from making it making out. Making it out. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? So, the like, adrenaline. Yeah, like, like the adrenaline rush and all that shit. But like that, you don't think you don't bat an eye or think twice about that shit. It's just the fact that you didn't get hit so that you you know, it's another day. You didn't can think we, about the actual severity of the of the issue at can all. Can we can we talk about that? Cuz I, I the first the first time that ever happened. No, that's not true. That's not true. Holy shit. That's crazy. It wasn't the first time, but it's the most memorable time because we were having the best time. Me, we were hella deep. We were like three cars deep. Um the only people that I can say that were there for sure were me, you, Lige, Jeff, Freak, and and Lance. Like other than I know there were other people, but, uh, yeah, but those are the only people I can account for. And we drove to like fucking Hayward, and it, and then mind you, like I hadn't fucked around in Hayward, so I'm thinking Hayward is like the sticks. Like ain't no niggas out there, so we're gonna be good. It was yeah. all niggas at this party <laughs> in a little in a little ass garage. And next thing I did, I just I see I see I think Freak Man saw it first. I was like, yo, he got a strap. 
And you know how garages, nigga, you got to push the button to let them up. Like, garages just don't normally lift up. Like, whoever yeah. got to that door first, nigga, God bless them because they were the reason we were able to get out of there. Yeah. And hella people just running down a residential neighborhood trying to get away from a nigga. And then we get in the car and we're laughing. Yeah. Like, not even considered. Like, that shit's crazy. The, the, shit, the, the, the shit that we just accept is just, like, norm. Yeah, no, nah, we we don't we don't recognize like the amount of like tra- trauma that builds up over just these type of things or whatever. Like that's literally that that's a norm, <laughs> and that's uh, you know there is no there's nothing else to it. You know what I mean? Like and then we saw Jesus about... that night too. Huh? And then we saw Jesus that night. Too. Bro, hella saw. <laughs> <laughs> I got. I wish I could call Lance right now because between me, you, and him, we're the only ones that are adamant that that nigga was Jesus because he was. Bro, like, that... He was a he was like regular like bum attire, and then we turned around and he was in like full like Jesus garb, like full generic Jesus garb, like white robe, white hair, white beard, all this shit. And I was like, fam, that's Jesus. Like I'm convinced. Bro, bro he has shown himself in different ways, but this time he just popped up and he asked himself, bro, like <laughs> a motherfucking uh, was it In and Out or Krispy Kreme? Nigga, it was somewhere random too. Yeah, and I think it's In and Out. Oh shit. Um. Yeah, man, I, I uh, it, it, and, and I'm, it's crazy you brought that up because that's immediately where my went, my mind went. It's like we've been to multiple parties in Orinda, which is crazy because when you think about Orinda, you're like, man, ain't nobody fighting out there. But what happens when niggas go to other functions out that are that are remote like that? It's likely you're gonna run into it. Like if you from Richmond, you're gonna run into some niggas from Berkeley or from the town, and you're gonna run into some outside. You're gonna run into some outside niggas that have the same. Everybody on, you get everybody on foreign soil. You know what I mean? And, like, everybody meet up at the exact same situation. You didn't know everybody going to be here, but, you know, the same flyer got passed around to everybody. Exactly. So, yeah. And then, and then for whatever reason, everybody's tougher in that scenario, too. Um, oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, because you're literally you're in a safe element, bro. Like, it's, it's, <laughs> the, the elements around you are safe. So, like, it's just it just increases the amount of toughness because you don't really have to watch your back I mean, when it comes to, like, the surrounding elements. Yeah. Then, like, you're, you know, richer and there's, there's no, there's, You're not likely to run into a real tough guy. So, you yeah, ain't, the, ain't, ain't no real name out there, yeah. bro. Yeah, so. Yeah, that's. Oh, man. Yeah, my, I, I, I couldn't imagine uh, the parents that are going through that. I believe a few of those people that lost their lives were parents as well, too. Um, so it's just it's just traumatic all the way around. Um, what else we got, man? Moving away from that. A hard not not a hard left addiction. <laughs> um, it's rampant on my dad's side. Um, it's been it's been when I tell you it's been the most impossible week, my nigga, like impossible few weeks. But this week, mostly um, I just need. And that's why the trip was so impromptu. It was like, yo, I got to get the fuck out of here. Um, yeah, it's a lot, a lot going on. And I, I'm still I like it and because it's the show. It's like, y'all want to talk about it. But I, I want to respect everybody's fucking anonymity. And like they're like, they don't they didn't ask to be on nobody's show. But from my perspective, man, it's some of the hardest shit that I've experienced. Um Loving, loving someone as much as I do that has a sickness, because whether, whether people know it or not, it, it is indeed a sickness. Um, yeah. So, I just, I, I, my, my, um, I don't know. I don't, I don't even know why I put it on there. I just needed to get that off, and and need I and, and needed and wanted to share it because we talk about so much other shit on here, and mm. it would be hypocritical of me to have this show and like, hey, I want to work through shit in real life. 
and not put something I'm going through it because I, I like wrote it. I put it on my fucking story and then got hit up and then re- and then felt hella thirsty for posting it and took that shit down. Like I went through hella emotions, but I was like, I wanted someone to talk to, but didn't know how to facilitate said com- like conversation just to get how I was feeling off because I'm in a position where I gotta be. I got to be strong for the parties involved. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I was just like, right. and it's like, damn, like how many people are dealing with that? And then how many people are treating it as a illness? And then, and then ultimately, how do you, how are you not held prisoner by it, but still present and, and helpful? It's a lot of shit to work through. And I, yeah. and, and I'm, and I'm, I'm framing that in a sense of like, I don't have the answers. I'm, wor- I'm working to find the answers, but it, it's, um, it is, it is something um, in our country and in around the world that is prominent, and we kind of just shun off, and and we and we don't really know yet how to deal, how to diagnose, how to treat, because uh, there's no right no right answer. Like, yeah, I was about to say that's that's the starting point right there is that yeah. there is no there is no actual answer to addiction. Yeah. Like there there's zip zero answer to addiction, bro. Like it's they've tried so many different methods and none of them shits is the actual answer. So it's just a matter of like, this, I don't know, man, just kind of, just kind of being near, uh, when, you know, folks have like, when, you know, they're at their, at their low. And then also, you know, when they, when they're feeling better, you know what I mean? Like it, 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 it kind of go through a roller coaster, you know, and it, it's a fuck, it takes a toll on people like on the, on the outside, but it's, it, there's no bigger toll that it's taken than from the person that's actually, that's actually going through it. Yeah. yeah. Like the person that's actually living in is, it's a way bigger toll than on, anybody man. that is actually, that they're actually doing it to. Yeah. Um, and they can't do shit about it, bro. That's, that's the fucked up part about it. And, yeah. and that shit could be, that shit could be uh, hereditary. That shit could be, um, you know, it could have been something that they, you know, from some type of trauma that, you know, hit them that that was overwhelming. You just don't know where like where it stems from, but you do know that shit is like fucking consistent as fuck. So man, yeah, I mean, it's, it's fucking, hey man. You said you I, said it I, though, I, G. It's the it's the layers that that are the most confusing, um, mm-hmm. because it's the first part. It's like. You know, you know how when something happens and then all these people are like, yo, you should have did this, you should have that. It's like, fam, nobody's going to be harder on me than I'm going to be on myself. So I really don't need to hear that right now. Right. And so I'm thinking that. So barking on the person and all that shit is just not, the, it's not the fucking answer. It's not. Um, yeah. And so then there's that part. Then there's the part of like, well, if you don't say anything, does that person not know how much you value them? Um mm-hmm. Would would an emotional sort of rant sort of help them be seen or be heard or know that they're loved? And then the fear of overthinking that and not having said nothing is fucking paralyzing, if I'm I'm being honest. But I can't even live in that space because my fucking sisters need me in a real ass way so that their their lives aren't forever impacted based on some shit right now you know what i'm saying so right, then right. i just immediately go into super brother mode because it's like nigga that shit matters so much more to me than everything else right you know and and i and i hate that i feel like that but it's it, it's i do i like i promise that i would protect them at all costs right and so it things the the decisions get so black and white for me in that regard where it's like oh well bet they, they they're all that matter right now you know um <laughs> It's just, it's just, it's, it's, it's hard. <laughs> it's really, it's really, it's really it's, it's, bottom line is that it's really hard. Uh, I'm not giving up. 
and we, we, we as a family we won't give up and we'll continue to fight um but i just i just i needed i needed a moment to really really sift through that because it, it just came at such a at a shitty time too you know yeah and, and then, oh, and the, i'm sorry the hereditary part you talked about that then mm-hmm. that part kicks in on the back end where i'm just like I haven't slept the last few nights because it's like, yo, what if it is hereditary? But also, what if it's hereditary and manifest in something else and not the same vice? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the other Right, thing. right. Big dog. Big dog. Bro, bro, hold on. Say what's up to LG. What's up? What's up? What's up with it? What's good? You on the podcast. That's Todd. Todd. How many times you I don't know. Hey, appreciate you, fam. Appreciate you. Huh? Okay, no, no, you good. Like good. 10 minutes. Okay, we live on the podcast right now? Hey, shout out my uh, homies locked up and in the pen, you know what I'm saying? Shout out all the fam. Much love. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I'll be, I'll be done soon, cuz. Nah, man. That, um, shout out to, shout out to cuz. That was, man, it's been, it's been such a crazy week, but they, they really held it down. It's like, yo, come fuck around and tap in, went to the game. Todd balled out today. He was all over the place, G. That shit was crazy. So that's dope. Yeah, I, 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 I didn't want to. I didn't want to get him on get him on the spot or whatever. But I want to see how they how they feel about uh, Baker Mayfield in the league. <laughs> oh no, we should we definitely should ask him about that shit because that was a, co- a different conversation at dinner. But they it, it it is it is the politics is sick, man. Like the conversations that were being had immediately after the game from that side of it is so right. is so crazy. <clears throat> What else? We could let's you wanna stay I mean No, I just wanna talk about that real quick, just as far as like the hereditary part. Oh yeah, yeah, just go, like, go ahead, my uh, bad. Yeah, yeah. Shit. Because, uh, I mean because I, I do believe that what's the thing that's hereditary is like how you deal with like the issues or whatever. Like yeah. how how like what what's present what's present what do you what do you what do, what do you go back as far as your memory goes? Yeah. Uh how did how did the people that you love uh, deal with their issues. Yeah. And then I think that's like the, the closest connection to the hereditary part. I don't know how much it's actually passed down, like actually as a strand within you, but I do know that like people will be having, like if you have an issue and this is how somebody else dealt with it, it's highly possible that that's exactly the same way that you're going to do. You're going to do it. And then naturally uh, when you have like, when you're hurting uh, you can connect. Uh, you you can connect that with like what your advice is. Like yeah. that, I know that part is like highly possible. I, yeah. I just don't know. I know they do studies all the fucking time, and I, I, it's kind of hard for me to really believe a lot of studies, unfortunately, just because motherfuckers be lying in, in essence for like their you know for like whatever agenda they're trying to push. So that's exactly. the part that becomes like a little bit a, a little bit hazy or whatever. But yeah, yeah I mean, the, hey man. With addiction, bro, I, I'm already knowing, bro. That's just crazy. Yeah, man. Yeah, no, I, it, it, uh, I, I don't know. I guess, I guess, with the show, we do such a great job of just like discussing stuff, and even everything you just said right now was such beautiful insight, and even just helped me in like real time. And and Tay, Tay, like, and, and G, I'm gonna tell you right now, like, the more people I find out that fuck with the show, like weekly, would you like keep it a buck? Would you guess that Tay listened to the show weekly? Would you have guessed that? I would not have. Exa- bro. Same here. She, <laughs> that, she goes, "Hey, that 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 just threw me for a loop." She goes, yes, no "Yesterday, we're sitting at dinner. She's like, yo, like y'all, y'all niggas are like therapy for each other, and then ultimately are therapy for, for all the people that listen to you.' 
And I was just like, <laughs> I was like, wait, thank you, but you listen to the show? She's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, brother. Hold she up. was like, yeah. Rewind. Yeah, man, that shit, that shit was so beautiful. But I, and, and I guess that's why I wanted to talk about it here, because I just would be remiss and would, and would feel like a hypocrite. I'm like, yo, community, all the shit. Fuck your ego. Stop being so cool and and not talked about it. You know what I'm saying? Not and not have talked about it. And and perhaps somebody that listens to the show is going through something similar or has gone through it and actually has some insight on how to help. Man, we gotta really, really be sensitive to our 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 community building and and reaching out and tapping in because it's it's so many people that you love and that you admire that are suffering in silence. My nigga, like, don't don't suffer in silence. Like, just don't. And um. That's something that I've I've taken to heart and have taken seriously and have really really tried to do the the deed and the gesture of reaching out and um and and not letting shit fester um, because it's 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 not it's 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 just not um, it's not healthy it's not conducive it's not conducive to 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 being sharp to being focused and to success ultimately. Um, I'm able to channel it and like work through it, but also I, I just wanted to do grow and do better about discussing the shit. And it, and I have, I have steps, man, steps. Um, sure. Yeah, yeah. Moving on, move off that shit. <laughs> can we can we move off of that? Um, on, on, on to other shit. On to other shit. Uh, <laughs> other uh, spending spending time with our younger younger cousin. So our uh, we so. For people who don't know, we, the the group of cousins on my mom's side, on El, on El's dad's side, we were we were raised in fairly close close proximity, close enough to be raised. Um, at the t- at the time, I thought all cousins were raised the way we were raised, and then as you grow up, you realize no, we were kind of raised closer to like on some sibling shit. Um, and it's and and it's re- it's, it's just a beautiful thing. So, Zena. <laughs> our cousin who lives in Denver has three of the like most beautiful boys you'll ever see and they're they're fucking hilarious. Um uh Zai's twelve, Carson's three, four, maybe, and Cannon is three months. But like spending time with them you just realize like, yo, like the shit that we were doing, yo, these niggas like Zai and his in and, and our and our other little cousin Ari built a tent last night. G uh-huh. and because and you know just because that you know that this house is way bigger than like gra- like grandma Jennifer Drive you could probably fit four Jennifer Drives in here yeah <laughs> um, so their tent was like a three bedroom like luxury fucking tent like oh, they <laughs> this nigga this nigga I took his flat screen out of his room his PS4 all the shit had an air mattress in there and they in there kicking it like. I'm like, I was like, bro, what, what, what's going on? Like, why do you have a three bedroom like condo tent? Like, my nigga, this ain't, these like, this ain't just regular blankets. What y'all got going on in here? And they got, and they got the four seat. Um, the the luxury, luxury, gee, and then spending time with Carson, the four year old, he is like a YouTube fanatic, but he watches the other little kid on YouTube that reviews toys. And so yeah. I'm just looking at the shit and I'm just like, yo, and then you look at the views and you're like, yo, this shit's got a billion views. It's like, yeah. Oh, you're like, oh, duh. It's hella little kids in the world. But then I just started thinking. Um, oh, shit. You, you was on your Joe shit. No, 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 no. I not because I, rem- I remember when they talked about it. I just started thinking from a from a like a 
like the like a like I wanted to know like what was so engaging about it. So I sat down and watched. I watched like three episodes of uh, Ryan's Toy Review with Carson, and I, I like really got into it. And I was like, "Yo, what what is what is it that's making it?" And then and then so the mom is behind the camera most of the time. And mm-hmm. she'll narrate it, but she'll narrate it like the school teacher that's reading the novel for the kid, and like kids are like doing all the voices and shit. And uh, it's and then with so with the imagery, with this kid that's doing like kid shit, but the mom that's narrated on with the animated voices, it's like it's brilliant. And I just I just I just wanted to salute those two parents because <laughs> they're fucking awesome. They got a lot of patience and they got a lot of vision to pull that shit off. I, I I don't I don't have no like like conspiracy theory like no master plan shit behind it. I just was like I just started thinking on some like yo this is just, this is just really tight like it's really innovative. Yeah, I started seeing like how real that shit is. Like, uh, uh, Kyla's daughter, uh, Kaylani has like the she she got into the whole um, what is that? Like the like the slime? Like you know they Uh create the making 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 the slime from scratch and shit. Yeah, yeah, making the slime from scratch. So like they were doing that. Like she watched unlimited videos of that type of stuff and then she put together like a page to to do her own or whatever mm-hmm. but like i was like that was like the first time i witnessed you know the kids watching the videos of like other people like doing things like that like it being like a like an art form in a way because like and what it took me to is that that's fine the slime part is fine or whatever it's like a tutorial type deal the part that I'm probably just not going to be on bar with or just understand is going to be like the folks that's, that's watching other people play video games. <laughs> like that's that's what I think it becomes. It, it just goes too far. <laughs> like bro, like I, I'm not. What are y'all doing? Like yeah. that, that that was getting ridiculous. All the all the all these new like new frontier like Wild Wild West like sort of industries. I'm I'm just fascinated by because I'm not a, like the gaming shit is fascinating because I'm not a gamer. Like even when I play video games, I didn't consider myself a gamer. Cause I would only play the sports games and and maybe fucking Max Payne or some shit like that. Um, yeah. But other than hey, bro, you better hey man, 007, man. Oh, Goldeneye, of course. Like, yeah. yeah. But even 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 that was just like, I was like, like I'd play when when niggas had like birthday, like your birthday, for example. Like like you had, I think you might have had four controllers or niggas would just bring their controller and then we would play all night. But after a yeah. while, like y'all niggas would play all night. Like I just my video me and video games never like me and that video games never connected like that to where I I would obsess. Oh, man, back back when there was back when there was a blockbuster in Hollywood. You, <laughs> Hollywood. you got you got that you got Nigga, that five day you, period to play the video game. Did you just say Hollywood video? I yo? said Hollywood video, bro. Holly, <laughs> nigga, Hollywood video died like ten years before Blockbuster did. So. And block, it feel like it, don't it? And Blockbuster died the coldest death. Like Blockbuster's death was so many. So hey like, man, the cold part is they was putting red boxes in front of Blockbuster. In front of Blockbuster, that nigga. You know how Bro, disrespectful that, that, that is. That ain't no. That ain't no gangster shit. Dude. You know how disrespectful that is. Like we gonna put this. We gonna put this shit in front of y'all establishment where y'all sell the same shit we do. But Bro, we, but set we, your cut, shit we cutting your. Bro, that's the dope boy. Having having a, a corporate nigga come stand right in front of his block and cut his prices by a thousand percent, bro, and then dare him to say something about it. <laughs> oh, by the way, I'm just gonna buy your business. <laughs> what you mean? That shit was hilarious, oh, and then they they jumped they jumped on that train hella late, trying to start sending you out. The, uh, yeah, blockbuster, y'all so late. Um, 
Oh man, I did. We yeah, short week. I'm we uh, I'm holding everybody up from this from the cele- from the victory celebration. Um, but we could not not do a show, um, even remotely. Um, we did we did talk about doing doing an additional episode a week on Thursdays. That will be coming soon with interviews. I'm excited about some of the people we got lined up to interview. Um, uh, the new music, please, please, please. Listen to the new Gangstar. Listen to the new West Side Gun. Um, Rex Life Raj is coming out. Uh, Father Figure fucking... Is this Father Figure 3? Holy shit. That's crazy. Father Figure 3 is about to be out. And it's going... He dropped a single with Kalani. And it's like... I got mad at Raj again. Because he's like... He's like my height. I'm bigger than him, but he's my height. And this nigga can... <laughs> he can he can hit a falsetto. But he could also, he could also like bar you to death. Like... If any one of you rapper niggas try to test Raj, he's going to out-rap you and embarrass the fuck out of you and then sing to your bitch. Like, I just hope you know that. <laughs> so don't ever get it fucked up because my nigga can hit a falsetto. So, yeah, Father Figure 3 is coming out. Westside Gun, Gangstar. Um, if if you're a future stan like we are, Monster came out. Um, any other new music, G? I know I'm missing hell of it, but... Um, oh, Vince, nah. Staple, Vince Staple sheet music, nigga. Did you watch episode yes. two? Yo. Yes, yes, yes. That did, hey, bro. That Ray J will forever be a legend. Ray J is a legend. Ray J is Ray J is a legend. Ray J's cameo in sheet music is is the funniest thing you'll see in the last fucking god knows how long. But that nigga's hilarious. The beanie, the yeah. beanie moving. He did, he did, he did the beanie, he did the beanie, uh, the beanie man to come back. <laughs> Ray J also, bro, has the most plump look. It's hilarious, bro. Like, today you got the full-blown dad bod. Full, full, full dad bod, no care in the world. He's walking around in a fucking robe. Like, Ray J. My nigga talking talk about it. Bro, get, just, just, get you, just get you hella jobs, man. Just get you hella business ventures. Start you a won't business. cheat. Start you a won't business. cheat. Start, start a business. business. Won't cheat. Start a business. Like, how could, like, really? How could I cheat? I just started a business. Make it. Bro, like, man, where's my time to cheat? Hey, I, I got a business. Bro, that shit, bro. Hey, shout out to Ray J, man. Oh man, hey. and we and we also and we also got to talk about these NBA niggas like not having no hands at all. But I feel like that's a larger discussion. Oh yeah, that's it. Well, a no, 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 not even a larger discussion. I just have a question for you. So, by all measures, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, you were you were you were you were destined for the league. You think you had too many hands for the league? Like you like like you could actually fight? <laughs> so. <laughs> I was thinking about that. I was like, "Oh, El can really fight, though." It's it's possible, bro, because like it's 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 it's, it's also it's also what are, what are you willing to lose at this case? You know what I mean, and like when I see red, I'm willing to lose it all. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's like, yo, like, oh, but my nigga can actually like fight, like not like not like you niggas can't really fight. This nigga, bro, Joel Embiid and fucking Cat look crazy. Hey, I I I knew Cat was gonna look like that, but Joel, man, I, I I knew there was something behind all the antics. But yeah, nah, we. Hey, well, how that, about was, the, that wasn't that wasn't Serge Ibaka. How about the how about the Aussie going in the full choke you out mode, nigga? Rear naked chokehold. Ben Simmons' natural reaction was to put that nigga in a rear naked choke. Hey, bro, Austra- he, Australians he, are nuts, bro. He he jumped in his rugby bag. Fool. Like he just he, he just hopped right on top of the pile, bro, and went straight for the headlight. Oh, that's, that's 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 what Aussies do. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you don't fuck with the. De- 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 hey, you saw what Steph was doing. Steph didn't want nothing with hey. de- uh, Devlin. With Delhi. 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 With Delh
What and then uh, we? I, I'm so sorry, y'all. We sped through this last part, but I, it's just so much shit that's coming up in in real time. Um, the curse of the chase center, man. Hey, I wanted. To, I almost started off with that shit, bro. This. Hey, also, also, there's somebody really watching over Steph. Like, we just gotta admit it at some point. Somebody is watching over that man because he does not have to suffer through this yeah this little transition phase because somehow some way he got the most like injury friendly injury well, it keep, like it keep it keep it, it, yeah it, it's not his shooting hand and it protects his legacy and I, and I'm not into that shit wishing injury on nobody but it's just like the the skid that they were that they were approaching could could potentially make you reevaluate the unanimous MVP and all these other things it was like whoa oh damn they did have like by all measures, the best two-way defender in the game is not Kawhi. It's not LeBron. It's fucking Clay Thompson. Like, like, <laughs> like, and, and nobody ever wanted to talk about it, you know. And yeah. and then and then the KD years, niggas just try to gloss over that. And it's like it don't take it. Does, it takes nothing away from it. But the the way the media, like, because I'm not even blaming the fans. The fans are sort of a byproduct of what the media is like perpetuating. But the way do you, the 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 media niggas do, like how they overdo it either one way or the other with that that unanimous MVP shit was cra- to be the first one is crazy like MJ not having a unanimous MVP is nuts Brian not having a unanimous MVP I mean I also love I also love just the out there giving them man like they're giving them the whole like they were down by 30 when that injury happened <laughs> you know what I mean but but they were giving outs like you know step he you know he's the only one there and like you know there's there's certain people you know there's so many injuries around him and but you you know they they can easily just double team him now like they were giving so many outs we make we make we make up narratives for the people we want to make narratives and this and this is this is all we were talking about this is all other players was like fixated on was just you don't you do not talk about it the exact same way yeah fuck for yeah i just steph hill up Take, take like ment- mentally go heal up, man. This might be a blessing just to mentally get yourself. Right oh yeah, he, he out, he out, he out three months. He, yeah. he out three, he out three to uh three to till next year. Yeah, I hope, I, 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 hope, I, hope I hope he's, I hope he's actually taking them though, because it's like it's three months, but it's like nah, really, just just go check out and have fun, man. Like this shit, this shit could be so fucking stressful. Like really check out and take care of yourself and do some fun shit for you and the fam, like. So it, seems, uh, it, seems, it seems like that's what Brian did last year. Like, really, just was like, like, fuck it, nigga. I'm, if I'm out, nigga, I'm gonna be out. Like, fuck, fuck out of here. Like, nah, know. this, this, this is this is Steph's wife's time to shine. Boy, oh. they about to get, they about to have yeah. another hey. little one. Y'all thought Aisha they about to, was wild. They about to have about four or five TV series shows. Hey, y'all thought Aisha was wilding before. Oh, yeah. it's 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 not it's nice, nigga. This is when she comes to the forefront. What? It's, he, he he don't have he don't have the moments to overshadow this situation. Oh yeah, it's happening. <laughs> it's happening. Oh man. Um. Damn. Do I have any? He ain't got no excuses not to spend all this time with her either. Oh yeah. Shit feel, about to take place. I feel like I had some like controversial shit to say and I forgot. Ah uh, man, you bit your tongue on the controversial like, on stuff. On the controversy. Man? This was gonna this was gonna make us go viral too, and I can't remember where. Damn. It was. Damn. Man, I don't know, man. You've been around the football players, man. I don't know. Oh no, no, no. The football, football that's niggas that's, as well. Football I know niggas, that's, football that's, that's, that's the wild, wild boys. Oh, <laughs> I got. So how, how do you? Boys. How how would you how would you proposition a threesome? 
Hmm? <laughs> I'm fucking with you. <laughs> Two weeks. Hey, <laughs> hey, Monty, Monty, I was just drinking water, bro. That I was, I wasn't even ready for that yet. <laughs> I'm so fucking with you. Oh God. Oh man. That's oh man. Oh. All right. I'm- no, I'm, fuck, I'm I'm definitely fucking with you. I had something I can't even fucking remember what it was, but it we'll we'll do it. Uh, hey, as early as next week, we could be in a new studio. Oh shit, shit could go down. Oh shit. Um, guess send us some send us some suggestions for guests. Prefer preferably a woman that talks fucking crazy. Um, we need we just need a viral moment. We just need somebody out here to say some reckless shit that's just gonna send us up. And L's gonna have to do hella interviews defending his fucking religion and his like political stance and and L gonna L gonna go from like doing no press to being like to having a microphone like so no IGLG on your podcast yeah. meet the brave yeah I would <laughs> I, I would I would love to see like how that would even turn out. Like you, you want to talk about you want to talk about going to going to hell with gasoline draws on? Nigga, nigga, put me out there talking about my political and my religion. Oh, gee, see, that's what we need. That's what that's what we need. I'm a, I'm a, <laughs> see, see, now you got me on my on my on my real conspiracy bag. Like I'm gonna stage some wild shit, and then you gonna have to do a press run about it, and then we gonna go, then we gonna go up. There it is. There it is. Views gonna go through the roof, man. Uh, All right, bro. We can we can manufacture some shit too. Fuck we can. Come on, man. We might as well. All these other niggas is doing it. Man, shit, shit. <laughs> Cut up. <laughs> I appreciate you, man. Um, I'm back tomorrow. I see- oh, wait, Tay. Hold on, hold on. Come on, Tay. Say what up. Hello, everyone. Good evening. Oh, she's so uh, fake. You should have heard her rapping feature in the uh, car. Now she go hell, hell. He put her English voice. Is that Bean? Where Bean at? I thought she was about to give us a raw Bean. or something. You know, a little huh? Bean, come here. She gonna put her English voice on, and she was just talking so crazy in the car. Well, well, hello, my <laughs> my my darling. How you doing? <laughs> Everybody, I'm I'm. They got their uh, club clothes on. I'm definitely holding up the party. Me. Oh, y'all about to go out, out. Out, out. Going out Ooh. out here is different, too. Boy, I had on, hey, a, full, I had on a full uh, track suit, and Dean was like, bro, you ain't got to change. And I was like, oh, this damn near like Ashland. Like, I'm good. Mm. Bean, say hi on the podcast. Good evening. <laughs> they so fake. Both of them so fake. Two for two. <laughs> they two for wait, two. She, did, you tell her, did you tell her to say that? No. Oh, that's that's crazy. All that's right. just that's just the vibe they come that's with. That's the vibe they on. They fake. G, I they, love they you, like, man. Oh wait, wait, wait. So, so, the, so the mic on. Y'all love him. Hello. Love y'all. He said, love, he said, love y'all, love y'all, Miss. Love you, love you, love you, love you. All right, cut. I'll see. Uh, uh, I'll hit you when I touch down, man. It's been another episode of Meet the Brave. I'm Monty Draper. I'm LG. We'll see y'all next week. Love, love.